A prophet is not without honor, except in his own town and his own home. Good morning, Christian America. These are the words that Jesus gives us today. As we cover this passage in today's podcast, what does it mean? What is Jesus trying to tell us? What does it mean for us today in 2019? What does it mean for us around our family and our friends and those closest to us? Let's talk about that and more as we continue our journey through the New Testament, through the book of Matthew, chapter 13. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you again on on another Wednesday. If you're uh, familiar with the podcast, then you know that Wednesdays are the days that we take bite-sized chunks through the New Testament. We go story by story, parable by parable, section by section. The chapters and the books are are, are too large to consume, uh, are, are just too large to consume in a short period of time. So we take snippets. We take stories, we take passages, and we try to focus on it. What did it, what, what did it mean at the time that it was written? What did it mean at the time uh, that it happened? What does it mean for us today? How can we relate it to our lives? Because I, we believe if, you can, if we can break down Scripture into 2019 terms, it can help us live our better lives. It can help us raise our children. It can help us interact with our family and our friends and our communities. If we understand these ancient words of wisdom, imagine the benefit that they could bring to our lives in 2019. Imagine the benefit that it could bring to our communities in 2019. And today is no different. Uh, before we get started, I want to remind you guys that you know, we are going through the uh, so some issues with social media and uh, our videos if you're watching if you're not watching this on youtube or you're not listening to this on a podcast if you're watching this and on on facebook our views and have been down we believe have been downgraded substantially so it's hard uh if to to get this message it's hard to receive the christian american content it's hard to view this podcast anywhere else except on youtube uh or on one of the podcast audio only platforms. So we encourage you to go to our YouTube channel. That's Good Morning Christian America. Uh, that's the YouTube channel. And subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the video version. Uh, if you don't get on YouTube very much, if you're always on the go, or if audio only seems to be your thing, then you can also search us, uh, Good Morning Christian America, on any of the podcast platforms and subscribe to us. That way you receive uh, this podcast. Uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when we when we release it. All right, so let's get right into it today. So, picking up where we left off last week. So, the, in the previous weeks here in chapter 13, Jesus continuously uh, gives parables. He's giving parables to his followers. He's done miracles. He's healed people, and he's he's healed people, and he's. Um, and he's gained a ton of followers. And, and as he's breaking down what the kingdom of heaven looks like, he continuously gives us parables as, to, uh, uh, as an example of how we, can, how we can relate to the kingdom of heaven. He gives us visuals of, of, of what the kingdom of heaven would be like. How do you get in there? 
how what, what, what kind of faith do you need to in order to perform the miracles uh, that, that, that he's performing you know what he calls the kingdom of heaven you know hidden treasure you know fine pearls he talks about uh, he gives the parable of the sower and how uh, different seed lands in different places and and they will either be choked by the world they will either be scattered or they will land in good soil and be uh, and, and, and have firm roots and produce good fruit and good crop he explains that he gives uh, parables of the mustard seed and how the seed of faith all the mustard seed is so small but once planted in and in, in good soil it becomes the largest plant in the garden and so it's in this light that he continuously you know is continuously teaching his followers he's continuously spreading this message of what the next life looks like what is our purpose on this life in this life how we should view it and then how should we then move on or look forward to our next life everlasting life hopefully with him hopefully in the kingdom of heaven and it's in this light that he's talking to his followers and so if you if you turn to Matthew chapter 13 verse 53 that's where we pick today's lesson off this is where we pick up on uh, on today's scripture today's passage it says when Jesus had finished these parables he moved on from there coming to his hometown he began teaching he began teaching the people in their synagogue and they were amazed and they said where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers they asked isn't he the carpenter's son isn't his mother's name Mary and aren't his brothers James Joseph Simon and Judas aren't all his sisters with us where then did this man get all these things and they took offense at him but Jesus said to them a prophet is not without honor except in his own town and his own home and he did not do any miracles there because of their lack of faith so there's a lot to break down in that short amount of in that short passage but it's important because one of the great lessons there there's there's a countless lessons in wisdom in scripture countless lessons but one of the great things about Jesus and Jesus's revelation through scripture one of the absolutely wonderful irreplaceable aspects of our faith is that Christ came down from heaven and he took the form of human of humanity he was skin and bone he he was flesh he was God made flesh and so he had to go through the same things that we go through he had to be a child he had to be helpless he re- he, he needed a community to help raise him at, them, at that young age. He was in danger 
as many of us have been in danger. And part of this humanity, part of him taking human form, is that he has to interact with humans, with normal people each and every day. And they didn't act any different towards him. Especially the ones who didn't believe in him. So we struggle with the same struggle that Jesus is struggling with right now. He comes to his own hometown. He's done countless miracles. He's cleansed lepers. He's he's helped the lame walk. He's forgiven sins. He's teaching. He's performing all these wonders from town to town. And he's gaining all these followers. And now he's famous. He's becoming famous in his local area. And you would think in 2019, our perception that, you know, at least superficially is that when somebody famous comes back to your hometown, that there's a celebration. There's a, there's a parade. You know, that there's adulations. You know, that, that the community being proud of them. But what about from a morality aspect? What about from the moral standpoint? Imagine now that someone that you grew up with has become this moral arbiter around the surrounding towns or country. And now they come back. And you know this. You know this person. You've You've committed sins with this person. You've gone out drinking with this person. You've done stupid stuff with this person when you were young, possibly. And now they've come back with a, with a moral message about how to act and how to behave, how to treat one another. When, when you know the truth, when you know how they used to be, how hard is it for us? How hard is it for us to overcome our own perceptions of people? We struggle with this today. There's a saying that said you, you, that says, uh, you always hurt the ones that you love the most. The people that you care about the most are the ones you end up hurting the most because there's supposed to be a love there. There's, there's supposed to be an intimacy there. And when the person or the people that you love that are closest to you turn your back, turn their back on you, it hurts deeper than than any other pain and so here Jesus is after doing all this stuff he's going to his own hometown and you would think that they would roll out the red carpet that they would be glad to see him that they would give alms and they would yeah they, they would praise him and they you know understanding that Jesus is back and he's doing all these miracles he's probably gonna do some miracles here too but that's not what happens they scrutinize him they talk bad about him. They denigrate him. They say, isn't this the son of a carpenter? Who is he, the son of a carpenter, to come in and expect blessings from us? We know your mom. We know your brothers. We know your sisters. We know who your daddy is. 
Don't come around here with this message of how we should be acting. What should we be, how we should be living like. You're one of us. You're, you're, you're not anything special. How many, of that, how many of us trying to turn our lives around, trying to turn our eyes towards God, trying to help those around us live better lives, knowing that we have, because we have this command now. If you're a believer in Christ, if you're a follower of Jesus, you have this command that you have to, that, that, that we're supposed to go out and make believers of all nations, that we're supposed to spread the good news. It's what the, what the apostles did. It's what we're supposed to be doing. It's what we're doing right now. But how many people that are closest to us are our biggest critics? Because they were with you when you weren't, when you weren't living right. They were with you when you didn't have your eyes on Christ. They were with you when you've done the deeds that you are now ashamed of doing. When you were living in a sinful manner. When you were living for the world instead of living for God. They were with you during these times. And it's hard. It's hard. For people to believe that you've changed. Because maybe they haven't changed. And so now you start to look like a hypocrite to them. You start to look like someone who's trying to scam people out of uh, uh, into acting a certain way or to so you can achieve a certain thing so people start to become skeptical with you try to figure out what is your hidden agenda that's what it sounds like is going on right here with Jesus that his own hometown and the people that get there have zero faith in him you haven't done anything special who are you? You're the son of a carpenter. Your brothers, I know them. I know your mom. Y'all aren't anything special. Some of those people maybe have, maybe even took care of Jesus as a kid. We don't know. Maybe they played with him in a playground or you know, hung out with him while he was a teenager. We don't know. What we do know is that after performing these miracles, they still couldn't believe it. After hearing these stories of all the greatness that he's done, they still couldn't believe it. Because in their minds, he isn't anything special. They know who he is. Because it isn't that how the world works. People that knew you 10 years ago think they know you now. People who knew you in high school think that they know you now. People who knew you in elementary school think that they know you now like your life can't change like your eyes can't be opened imagine Paul 10 years before Jesus imagine Paul two years before Jesus imagine what Paul was doing the minute Jesus came into his life on the road to Damascus. He was persecuting Christians. He was killing Christians. He was demonizing. He was terrorizing believers in Christ. It didn't even took, even understanding Jesus' power, it took the, it took Peter and Barnabas a little while to truly believe that, that Saul had been changed to Paul and that he was a believer in Christ. 
because as human beings, our perception, our first uh, impression ingrains our minds and our ideas and our attitudes about you, about other people, the first time that that we interact with them. And from and from getting away from that perception is extremely difficult. And those who who have known you the longest are gonna be the ones who believe that they know you the best. And if you're not the same person that they know, at least that they think that they know, then you must be a fraud. That's how they're gonna view you. And that's how they view Jesus. They have zero faith in him. Just like they don't have zero faith in you. But we can't let that stop you. Does it say, does the scripture go on to say that Jesus chastised them? Did it, does the scripture go on to say that Jesus proved them wrong? Does it go on to say that Jesus cursed them and their lack of faith? Does it say that Jesus got angry? Did, does it say that Jesus started arguments? Did, does it say that Jesus befriended or, or unfriended them? He simply said a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown and his own home. And he did not do many miracles there. Any miracles there. And he kept on going. He didn't let the critics stop him. He didn't let the people he has known his whole life stop his ministry, stop his message, stop doing the good works that he came to do, stop living out the destiny that God had planned for him. And that's a lesson to us in 2019 when the world, when those closest to you don't want to turn to Christ or that have turned away from Christ and you're trying to maintain, you're trying to you know, stay on a steady path. You're trying to do the right thing, be the right person, glorifying God, live your Christocentric life for the betterment of yourself and the betterment of your family, your children, those that know you the longest, those in your hometown are going to be the most critical because they don't want to see you move forward. If they're not living in Christ, then they're living in the world. And when you're living in the world, you're living in jealousy. You're living in envy. You're living in, in covetousness. You don't want to see goodness happen. You don't want to see Christ's messages lived out and performed. You're not, you don't want to see those around you move up in the world without you. And so they're going to be critical. They're going to chastise you. They're going to demonize you. They're going to ostracize you. They're going to backstab you. They're going to talk about you. Are we supposed to get upset? Are we supposed to fight with them? Are we supposed to argue with them? Are we supposed to change their mind? Is there is there some way we can prove ourselves to them that we that we're trying to to turn over a new leaf, that we want to do right, that we're trying to set a message and set a standard? 
what Jesus does is he just keeps on moving. He keeps on moving. And he keeps performing his miracles. And he keeps doing good things. He keeps forgiving sins. He keeps healing the lame. He keeps teaching. He feeds and he heals and he teaches. And he ain't even worried about what the naysayers are saying. He doesn't keep his mind on detractors. And and I think the lesson here today, ladies and gentlemen, is that you don't need to keep your mind on the detractors either. You need to keep your eyes focused on Christ. There's a long road to life. And at the end of that road, there's a cross. There's a cross waiting for us. We got to reach it. We got to get there. Because he's waiting for us. And you can't worry about those that are trying to bring you down. Even if they're the folks that you've known your whole life. So today, this Wednesday, when you get out into the, into the world, don't listen to the detractors. Don't listen to those, to the non-believers. Don't listen to people that, that try to drag you down and pull you down where they're at. Keep your eyes focused on God. Keep your eyes in Scripture. And live out your best life. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you like this quality, premium, made in America, Christian American tea that I'm sporting right now, Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com ChristianAmericanTees.com And pick yourself up Some Christian American apparel Winter is coming We have sweatshirts We have hoodies We have long sleeve tees Available right now At ChristianAmericanTees.com Also go to any of the social media platforms That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, And YouTube as aforementioned, uh, search Christian American Community and like and follow and subscribe to the Good Morning Christian American Podcast on all of these platforms. That way you don't miss any of the Christian American content that comes out. We want you to stay focused on Christ. We want you to be inspired by some Christian American content. We want you to be educated in Scripture because That's where the true education, the true knowledge, true wisdom of life, ladies and gentlemen, of life, not of a particular subject, not of of, of anything individually, but holistically, the wisdom of life is in the pages of Scripture. You need to educate yourself. You don't want to miss any of this. You don't want to miss any of the Christian American content. So go to any of the social media platforms, search Christian American Community or Good Morning Christian America Podcast. Subscribe to us, uh, and then that way you can stay uh, up to date, up to speed 
with all the Christian American content that we push out and we try to uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday bring you this podcast. So until Friday when we come to focus on the family, you guys continue to do good works. Continue to seek Christ in everything that you do. Do not let those closest to you bring you down. Do not let the detractors sway you from living your best life. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.